Welcome to episode 12 of the Zip Code Bros. I am your host, Michael John Gallagher II. And with us, as always, is James Sorensen, Ben Jones, and unfortunately, conspicuous by his absence, our birthday boy on Tuesday, Mr. Adam Jefferson. Happy birthday, my friend. But as Eric Bischoff likes to say, if you can't be, what does he say? If you can't be like him, you got to be either better, you got to be either different, and there is nobody different than Coach Rosie. So, Coach Rosie, thank you for jumping on and, and recording with us today. Hey, no problem. It's uh, good to get back in the swing of things. It's summer right now, so I've got a lot of free time and can catch up on some shows. I've, I've listened to you guys uh, since the inception, and I like the vibe that you guys have going. Well, I appreciate that. Thank you so much. And how's your week been going? Week's good. Our last day of school was this past week, so I'm off. So I'm excited to get into summer basketball and my family's going to Hawaii for two weeks this summer. So we're going to have a blast. That's awesome. That's awesome to hear. Mr. Sorensen, you have, uh, you're in the middle of an adventure yourself, <laughs> aren't you? Yeah, currently I'm hanging out with family. Um, with my niece in the background. Sabina, say hi. Eh. Sabina is her name. Eh. Sabina. Sabina. Sabina is your name. What's your game? See, I'm already there with the dad jokes. Come on. <laughs> uh, Mike, you're stealing Ben's gimmick. <laughs> I am, right? Stop. Stop. He'll get he'll get into a he'll get into a Twitter feed with you. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's been good though. It's been an okay week though. Good, good. Ben Jones, how you doing, my friends? Doing pretty good. Um, had a pretty good week at work. Uh, although my client wanted to go see the new Fast and the Furious movie. Uh, I'm not a big fan of those, and I had seen it the previous Friday night, so I had to sit through it a second time. Uh, so it's one of those first world problem issues. How was the movie? That yeah, was rubbish. Was it? <laughs> yeah, like I said, I don't like those movies. They're a bit too, even with, too over the top. Even with? Well, you know what? I couldn't see him on the screen. Uh, it makes sense. Hey ben, Ben, I, I have someone. My my niece has something to say also about that movie. What? Okay. You were saying it was like what? Other, like what, what? What? What was it like? Uh, number nine is the same as the other eight. And when you yeah. said when you said Fast and Furious, you're like she was also saying boo. Yep. Because they're all the same. Uh, yeah. Pretty much. All over the top. Um, just bad acting but yeah but it's actually acting <laughs> <laughs> so yeah that was my week all right Not, nothing yeah. special i like it my week was pretty good i had another week of uh, my new job which uh which is going pretty well uh it's nice to be able to go to work and go home and leave it at work for, for a change so we uh we're enjoying that. We're enjoying some free time. We went to the Spokane Indians game today, which is a minor league affiliate of the Colorado Rockies. Uh, we got to about the fourth inning and it started pouring. So uh, it was uh, when I grew up, I would go to the Met game on my birthday on every year because my birthday is on the 19th of June. So we'd go to the Met game every year. And and for some reason, I don't know what it was. Every single year we tried to go, it would rain that game. We would try to go. So 
we're used to running for our lives when it comes to going to baseball games. It's almost like a rite of passage in the Gallagher household. You got to be rained out or you got to be uh, going through a couple of rain delays to uh, really enjoy it. So that was fun today. And tomorrow we're uh, hopefully going to get to go to the beach if it stops raining out. Um, and then Monday we got a barbecue to go to. So we got a pretty packed Memorial Day. Um, we might go to Home Depot. I don't know. We may not have enough time. Oh, you'll make time. Home Depot. If you get it, you get it. <laughs> you dig. <laughs> All right. So, um, well, we started saying about it before. So our man, uh, our man, Big Adam, is not going to be here today. So we're not going to go to his segment. But as um, we were saying before, um, Tuesday is my man's birthday. He's in this big three zero. Uh, so we wish you a happy birthday and. Uh, we congratulate you again for becoming a top guy and your wife taking you to SmackDown and continuing to have these amazing experiences. So happy birthday, brother. Yeah, man. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, Adam. Happy birthday to you. All right. So okay. we're not singing. Again, remember that two minutes I gave you before, Jimmy? Do you need Get it all out of your system. Do you, do you, you got Coach Rosie on here. I'll crack the whip on him. Do you need another two yeah, minutes? <laughs> Mike, I was just going to say, though, like, as part of your music segment, maybe you can sing Happy Birthday. It kind of ties in. Maybe. So over to you. <laughs> yeah, right now. We'll do good. Happy Birthday, Mr. Jefferson. Moving on up. Exactly. Welcome to 30. Dirty 30. 30. The best is yet to come. Blue Chew is on the way. <laughs> <laughs> all right um so let's just kind of jump into our wrestler spotlight and today's wrestler spotlight is triple h the game the cerebral assassin what's our uh what's our favorite nickname for triple h the king of kings king of kings i like that i don't like him so much as a character he's not in my top 10 at all not even close but i do like when he spits the water and all that but i've never liked him as a character <laughs> he's a different type of cocky like yeah. i don't like that kind of cocky i like bravado and but like he's like sneaky kind of cocky like his shit don't stink yeah yeah what do you think ben um when he broke away from dx and became the game he sort of uh he had that chip on his shoulder. He was out to get the title. And he really stepped up his game, so to speak. So the game, is that your favorite nickname? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Jimmy, what's your favorite nickname? We're getting to different, definitely getting to the different versions. Because I want to list them off. Because as I was going, kind of doing some research today, I was going through the different versions of Triple H and I, I forgot like half of them and I'm like, oh damn, like he had this one, he had that one, and then he had the authority at the end of there, or he was, you know, definitely a guy you wanted to hate, but still it was uh and and we gotta talk about one one topic we definitely have to talk about, I'll bring up in a second that I I I, I almost forgot about and I would have been very upset with myself if we forgot to talk about this uh, this topic. Um but what is uh you know we'll start with jimmy and we'll go back around the horn jimmy what's your favorite version of triple h we got his blue blood 
is like four different versions of DX. We got the game. We got the McMahon Helmsley era. We got his evolution. We got his authority. You know, if there's any other versions you you can think of, like what was your uh, kind of favorite version of Triple H? Um, I don't know if you guys were were watching, but the Outlaw era, which was like very very short, but it was the build up to WrestleMania 27 against the Undertaker, and that four year span between Shawn Michaels and Triple H. This was the first time that they faced each other at Mania in that in that four year span. It was like the second time they faced each other at a Mania, but this was like the second. This was the first one of the before the end of an era. This was the outlaw they were going for, like the two at last outlaws from the. There's only one out, one last outlaw to me, and that's Double J J E Double F J A. Double R. I thought e. you were gonna say Double I thought you were gonna say Ron Bass at all Ron Bass. <laughs> yeah, that would have been good. And Jeff is a four horseman. Anyway, but Jeff is, um, Jeff is a member of the four horsemen. Suck it, Amy. Yeah, I'm sorry. I mean, I don't look, I don't want to get any more hate with Amy, but I mean Jeff Jarrett, to me, he's a four he's a member of the four horsemen. I didn't mean, Amy, but yes, Jeff is a horseman. Well, we already know. Well, now we know who we're gonna have on during our double J episode. Yep. <laughs> Coach. Um, yeah, Please I'm the next one, Double Yeah. He'd be the only reason why I'm going to Double or Nothing tomorrow to watch him uh, win the title. <laughs> well, I, I, I'm still with, I, so I pre ordered the tag titles for AEW, and hopefully I can, hopefully they come by, come in soon enough. By top no. guy weekend, so you can get him signed by Double J. Maybe get one that, of Cody. That'd be pretty cool. That'd be pretty cool. But, Give it to FDR, FTR, Dax's daughter, because he's going to be the champ when we're at Top Guy Weekend. <laughs> They're not going to give it to Double J. I hope they do. You know, but, I'm sorry. We're going to riff for a second. I know we're going up the beaten path here, but whatever. I was listening to, um, we're talking about Double J and just kind of like Top Guy Weekend last year at, with uh, the Wrestling Showcase. Like, I got to be, be honest with you. I was listening to the Kickout Crew, their new episode with Josh Chernoff. And the way he was describing the wrestling showcase really made me want to go. And I mean, I if I if I don't do Top Guy Weekend, I can't do the wrestling showcase because I can't justify not doing Top Guy Weekend and doing anything else. To be honest with you, um, but well, like if I, I I could definitely see why you want to go to the wrestling showcase, Jimmy, because it looks it's like it's be a lot of fun. If you can't go to Top Guy Weekend. Uh, wrestling showcase is a, is a good second. So right, right. If you, can't, you better do show, showcase. Well, what I'm saying is, is like, if I'm going to spend the money, I'll spend it on top guy weekend instead of wrestling showcase. I just, I can't justify not, I can't justify doing anything. If I'm not going to do, just a uh, top guy weekend. I just, I can't. Yeah, right. you can. <laughs> no, you're going to love it. You're going to love top guy weekend. It's going to be a good vibe this year. So, anyway. But, I mean, uh, I mean, Mr. Gallagher, you are going. I'm not, I know I'm not going. Okay, you're going. Then you're going to showcase. All right. Well, we'll see. We'll see if 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 there is an off chance that my ex-wife has the kids that weekend, I will consider because I could stay with my family and drive because the drive is probably like an hour and a half to where we got to be if we were staying with my my family. 
Well, you if you can make this happen, I already got my ticket. So all you gotta do is get your ticket and your and your plane ticket, and then we're good. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see you. Um, we'll see what the cookie crumbles. We'll see how it works. But uh, it would mm. would suck. We'll see. Maybe we'll see how the cookies crumble. As they that's say. right. <laughs> back to, back to Triple H though. I'd probably back say Triple H, your favorite version. The outlaw. Yeah. You were talking about the outlaw. Yeah, I never heard of that gimmick. Never heard of it. I gotta look it up. Yeah. March March third was like the first. Uh, was like the first was the first the introduction to that story. All I do right. I got research. Like the two, like they consider themselves like the two guys. The like last the two. two, like at the end of an era, kind of deal, kind of yeah. like yeah. Oh, that, yeah. that or the uh, DX version in 06 or 09. Oh. You know, I'll also throw another version on there when he returned in uh, 2002 with, uh, from his quad injury. That was another version that really, really uh, kind of hit it out of the park, too, as a face. Mm -hmm. so you know, one we're forgetting. I know I just scanned by it, but the Cerebral Assassin. Was that the evolution? No, that was in the year 2000. Hmm. Yeah, right around McMahon Helmsley. Yeah. The outlaw. I'll have to do some research on it. <laughs> WWE's last outlaw. WWE's last outlaw. But no, I like I like uh double J's uh double J's a favorite as well. So it's always nice when uh we get a fellow fan. But uh Ben, what's your favorite version of Triple H? I'd probably say 2000, 2001 era, just before he got hurt. Um, I thought the program that he was working with Austin at the time was was like fire. You know, that three stages of hell match they had at No Way Out. Oh, yeah. Um, that, that's one of the best things I've ever watched because you, you got wrestling, you got the hardcore match, plus you got the steel cage match all in one night. It was fantastic. So about that era, you know, when he started playing around with the sledgehammer. Yeah. <laughs> Which, you know, I'll, I'll ask you, how, does anybody remember how that sledgehammer thing got started? Like, I really don't. That's why I'm, I'm genuinely asking if anybody remembers. Was it? No. Was it? I think it was 99 because of the whole when Stephanie, when, when he booked the, I think he booked the sledgehammer over Vince's back. Oh, I think you're right. Here's a cool Triple H story that happened uh, the week before WrestleMania, the Wednesday before WrestleMania. Which mania? So somebody, somebody from uh, the mortgage office uh, got married at the Little White Chapel where Triple H and Stephanie had that scene. So they had their wedding and everybody from the office came and flew out to Vegas for it. We all went. And then after that, we got in the pink Cadillac and re- uh, reenacted the scene where his wife was Stephanie, his newly married <laughs> wife, and he was Triple H. It was a lot of fun. That's Wait, fantastic. You brought it up. Is is Triple H not one of the luckiest guys in the world to be married to Stephanie McMahon? Look where he is today. I don't think he'd be running the company if he didn't marry Stephanie. I think he would. I think he'd I think he'd be up there. I mean I think that you know obviously it might be a little bit different, but I think he would have gotten there. Just because of his mind. Now it would have been test 
after they got married, Tess would have taken over. I mean, he probably wouldn't have got there as quick as he did if he hadn't been, been married he to Steph. He would have gone there in a roundabout way. Right, right. Well, I mean, what do we kind of see for the future for him? Actually, you know, before we go into that, what about you, Coach Rosie? What are we um, – what's your favorite version of the Triple H? Uh, I would say I've really enjoyed the thing he did with uh, Seth Rollins when he was a good guy and he kept robbing Seth and him and Stephanie and the authority. I mean, I know it's current, but I like Triple H better as an actor than an in-ring wrestler. I like his, his storytelling, but I don't like his uh, his match work at all. Not that it's bad. I just think it's kind of robotic. And I don't really like that physical style. There's not a lot of flying or anything. So I like his uh, his authority run. And uh, he always had big matches at, at WrestleMania. So those matches always meant something from about 2015 to the COVID generation. He, he would dust off the cobwebs and get out there for one big match. And it was always, it was always memorable during those times. I mean, he had one with Sting. Who would have ever thought we'd see Triple H and Sting? Mm-hmm. I was thinking today as I was, I had to watch some of his entrances because I saw one of the questions was about our favorite entrance. So I wrote down some of his entrances and we'll get to that in a second because I'm going to rattle them off. <laughs> but um, I was wondering, like, do they get choreographers? Like, how do they come up with these? I'm sure they have ideas. Triple H probably has an idea in his head, but there were things like, you know, the, the one where he's in the middle of a bunch of guys in just army equipment and like old Roman army equipment and they're they're fanned out and they move in a certain way. And they they I always wonder I was wondering to them, like, I wonder if that's like choreographed, if that's just like Triple H says, you guys do this. And always it's something that kind of brought to my mind. What do you guys think? A silly, a silly question, but just something that popped in my head. I would say in his later years, they were choreographed because everything became kind of staged in there. Uh, but back in the day, they they were allowed to, you know, just do things off the cuff. But these later ones where he comes off in the in that big old uh, king's chair where they're carrying him down and all that type of stuff. All that's definitely choreographed. Yeah. Yeah. The Quinn Barbarian one was pretty cool. I saw it at WrestleMania 22. Absolutely. Hold, bite your tongue, sir. We're going to be talking about that in one moment. Before That's that, part of the two minutes. Yes. Which, which I got to say, I mean, which I got to tell everybody my favorite version of Triple H because everybody's dying to hear my favorite version of Triple H. I was you know? just going to ask. <laughs> but, 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 but I'm just kidding. Nobody gives a crap about my version of Triple H that I like. But the one I do like and enjoy is the uh, the late 90s one, 97 to 98 to 99, where he was that early DX to taking over DX to that leader versus, you know, when you when you had him versus Rock as leader of the nation, leader of DX. That kind of version leading into that, the cerebral assassin, what Coach Rosie was saying before, that 99, that, and then... When he started feuding with Mick Foley, I felt like that was the peak of Triple H as far as what I think he was. Then he became that character that Coach was talking about before where, like, he was a tough guy, but he was a chicken shit tough guy. 
Yeah. But he told everybody he was going to kick your ass. It's just, it, it was a weird character, but like, it just didn't buy it. It was, it was when I kind of sort of not that like, that was like the 2002, 2003, where he was just like invincible. And I personally yeah, I think I, I, I think also back then as well he was he was starting pretty much every raw with like a twenty minute promo, and it just got very tired very quickly. Yeah, and, and I'm I don't a think, gamer, right? And I I honestly don't think he held anybody down or anything like that. I think that's kind of nonsense. It's but awesome. he definitely made sure he was a center of attention. <laughs> And he was good. I just don't think he was as good as he thought he was. I think he's got a great mind for the business. I mean, look at what he's done with NXT. Look at what he's done with creative ever since he took over. I mean, I'd argue that the last two years have been some of the best years in WWE in a long, long time. And a lot of it is because of him. Oh, yeah, definitely. Like what, what he's done at the office has been incredible. Like, I, I never thought that Bruno San Martino would ever be on WWE TV again. And he got inducted into the Hall of Fame because of Triple H making that relationship. The Ultimate Warrior, same thing with the Ultimate Warrior. Yep. Yeah, he's done a lot. I mean, he was probably, uh, the, the hands were tied with uh, Vince, but. You know, now that they have to really work on their storylines and making sure with all this money they're getting, it's not going to be their decision anymore. So they have to make sure that they get somebody in there that's a little bit more refined on how business is done in 2023. You can't bully people anymore. That no. stuff is is not uh, acceptable in 2023. No. No, which is actually a good segue to a question that I was going to hold up to the end, but how do you guys kind of see is Triple H the future of the WWE or once this merger really kind of settles in, they bring somebody else in to help run the office when maybe Vince goes or whatever the case is? I hope Triple H is the future. But with mergers like this and stuff like with endeavor you never really know could it could turn out to be uh aol time warner part two but you don't necessarily know that till we get six months down the way i'm curious to start seeing how the merge is going to start working and because you know they're going to do some crossover stuff I'm, I'm really really curious to see what kind of crossover stuff they'll start using yeah, we might start. We might start seeing Conor McGregor. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't. That wouldn't suck. I wouldn't suck seeing stuff like that. Uh, I think as long as I think as long as Triple H is in charge of creative, I think that's good for the company because he's more in tune with what the fans want and what they don't want than Vince right. currently. Oh, I'm gonna use a quick, quick, quick example. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead, James. So tonight, today as we're recording, was not a champions. Seth Rollins is the new world heavyweight champion. Whoa, whoa, spoiler alert. I'm kidding. Get the fuck out of here. Hey, <laughs> going. No, um, but seriously, I mean, that was a spoiler alert. It was the same day. We should give at least a 24-hour grace period. Whatever you guys record it, whatever you guys, you, whenever you put this up, it'll, it'll be 24 hours later anyways. 
I'm messing around, Jimmy. Just keep going. Sorry. Um, just it'll like uh, Seth is like is a Triple H guy, and I would think Triple H has his handprints on this going on this story going forward with the world title, with how much prestige and honor it has. I don't think it does. Not that new title. I don't think I, I think that's just an opportunity to sell some belts and uh making get let let Roman have time off. They already said that's gonna be the working man's title. Just gives Roman more time to be off. And I'm excited. I mean, but I don't think it's got a great tradition. I know uh belt people aren't up in arms and trying to make it a cheap copy of the big globe and all these different symbols that are put on there to make like a conglomerate belt. But I can see why fans are excited. Well, there is, a, there is some, if they're, if they're going back to like when Triple H won it, then there is some prestige and honor initially when it came first came out. So, because it's an homage to the big gold and it feels less than. Hmm. It's just, I mean, I loved the match. I loved everything about it. I just think it's less than. Yeah. It's just I, a prop. I strongly disagree. I just think Roman is, he didn't lose anything. They didn't split anything. He still got two different belts. Like, I think if they would have taken one belt off of Roman, it would have at least been the same lineage where this is just like, well, we're going to keep Roman in his, I think it just, I think it dilutes it bringing back the world heavyweight championship now we have three belts yeah because i think they did a good job with the u.s title making it a big deal i you know i think now the u.s title is not a big deal because now you have the world heavyweight championship on raw so now Austin theory which i never you know i mean he is what he is but when lashley had it he made that title a big deal and and they were making that that belt a big deal and I mean, we're only we're not even twenty four hours from this being that that title being defended or went being won. So I mean, it's too early to tell if you guys are wrong or if I'm wrong. Hoping you guys are wrong, but um, I think it's going to be a, a pretty big deal. We'll see. We'll, they got the right guy to 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 make it a big deal. So let's we'll see what he does. And Seth is a Triple H guy. So hoping you guys are wrong. Yeah, no, he'll, I'm I'm sure he'll do a good job. I just I think to Coach Rosie's point, I just I don't think I still think that that Roman is still the champion of the of the of the brand. Of, and of if the, it makes you feel any better, I hope I am wrong because then I'll get a good story out of it. There you go. How many times is James Sorensen right? Oh, 95. 95 what? Percent. That you're not right? Whoa. That I am right. Is that the Scott Steiner map? Uh -uh. 33 and third chance. You know, I zipped through that. I listened to that entire one, and I somehow skipped over the actual promo. Go like halfway, get in like, go like halfway in. I need to get like a timestamp for it. I'll send it to you tomorrow. Sounds like a plan, yeah. Very, very good. So 
One thing I did not want to forget about, China. I think she was as big of a, I think she was as big making Triple H as anything else back in 96, 90, no, 97. Not, not making, not making Triple H, but I think she's part of the package. Did she come in 97? I thought it was, it was 97. I thought it was 96 for some reason. Coach, you talking about? Man, I'm just uh, just muttering to myself about China. <laughs> I loved her. I loved her. Um, yeah. She was a great character. I mean, what uh, again? You know, <clears throat> to see her beat up Double J, that was great. And then, um, Spice. you know, just her in Playboy, that was big back in the day. You she- know, for WWE to get all that kind of exposure. So. I, I, I think she needs to go into the Hall of Fame as an individual. I think that needs to happen pretty soon. And I think Triple H is the guy that will do it because he puts, uh, he puts his ego aside. He does what's right. Wow. And uh, I, think part of, I think part of his heart feels bad for the way that their relationship ended. And this would be a nice button on it to commemorate her and to sever, not sever, but to you know, make things whole. Right, some closure. Quick question on that though, with with the Playboy stuff, I, do you think that overshadows? I mean, because yeah, like people will talk. I mean, that's probably one of the main controversies of why she hasn't gone in is because of the Playboy stuff. No, not yeah. the Playboy stuff. And a little, a little harder than that. Yeah, I was gonna say a little, not the Playboy stuff. <laughs> a night in China. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, and then the uh, she had a sordid drug past. I mean, but so do a lot of wrestlers. But you know, she didn't. And then at the end of her life, if you watch her biography, she was making a documentary of her life. Oh yeah, that was very uh, derogatory towards WWE. She tried breaking into the building a couple times, and really, yeah. So they didn't. Uh, their final memories of China weren't the best. Well, <laughs> mental health is an immaculate. I mean is an amazing thing. Yeah, Mike, getting back to your point, I think um, she was the perfect person to compliment Triple H, uh, in particular his character at that time, because, you know, he could distract the referee and she could do some dirty work for him kind of thing. And she didn't overshadow him. It was, I felt like it was a partnership, the way that they worked together. I don't feel like he... She never felt like, I hate to keep using this, but she never felt less than. She always felt like a big part of DX. It always felt like she was a third member of DX. You know, she always felt like, because it looked like she could beat the shit out of everybody, and she probably could. (laughs) I mean, they kind of used reverse psychology on us. By her being strong, she made Triple H look weaker. And we got so pissed because this weaker guy kept beating all the uh, yep. baby faces that it made China look stronger in the long run. Yep. So I know that's uh, that is Steiner Matthews or maybe Steiner geometry. <laughs> the way I came <laughs> came around. Okay. Steiner geometry. <laughs> but um, what about uh, just real quick about China, kind of rounding the horn? Some uh, quick moment. Quick- some quick good memories of her and Triple H from those uh, those couple of years. Yeah, 
I just like I like the initial when she was in the crowd and she went off. I really thought that was real. Yeah. Oh yeah. That was cool. I mean, the her introduction. The, the press con the DX press conference. <laughs> the DX press conference is great. The strip poker. The poker is very good. When she got when she got the implants, when Shawn Michaels just kept going on and on and on and on. Was China still on DX when they did the when they did the Nation of Domination parody? Uh, she must have if they made a parody of it. They were in a feud. She might have came out with them. I don't know if she played a character though. Yeah, I think you might be right there. I remember her. I remember seeing her in the ring when they were doing it, but I don't think she was like a character as such. Well, what was great about her is like she would just sit there stoic while Sean and Triple H would just be obnoxious, <laughs> and like she just did just, like, just just straight up like not boo boo face, but just straight up like yeah, this. Just, just like a bodyguard. Exactly like a bodyguard. I mean, just like she just she did a good job with it, and and the, like you know, Coach Ray was saying this is it made them look weaker because they had this female bodyguard that was beating the you know what out of everybody, and Triple H and Shawn Michaels were still beating the baby faces. <laughs> I think it's impressive that DX did all this comedic stuff that would make anyone laugh out loud, and she just did not break. I know she was she great job. I remember that uh, one time when she got Marlena oh, and just wow. threw yeah. her around like a rag doll. And Marlena letting her do that I, that was pretty uh, that was pretty bold. Yep, <laughs> I like it. Yeah. So what uh what's our favorite version of DX? You know, a little segue from China. Our favorite version of DX. Oh, six or oh, nine. I'm good with the original. Years. My favorite is with X Pac and uh, New Age Outlaws. However, that worked out with the people, as long as those three were in it, that was the best generation. I mean, I don't know all the years and the formations exactly, but those three were my favorite. Both times with Sean and in, in, in the 2000s. I think uh, my favorite version was 97 just because I was a little freaking heel dipshit wise ass. I mean, Shawn Michaels and Triple H were my fucking heroes. DX from why I love DX was be, more than the NWO is because DX was that obnoxious juvenile. Like you wanted to, you wanted to be Sarge. Hey, Sarge. Hey, Sarge. Hey. Hey, 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 you know, poke, poke the bear, poke the bear. Like, I, I'm, you know, like, I, I was that kid. I fucking still am that kid. The poke, like, they poked the bear. I was like, you said worm. Like, what do you mean? <laughs> I am I'm still that kid that likes to poke the bear. So I love DX that way. Um, but when they came back in June, so June 19th, my birthday, 2006, was the, was the uh, reunion of DX against the Spirit Squad. What? 12th. Oh, uh, two. I know. Was it 12? 2000? It was in 2000. It wasn't 2006? No, it was 2006, June 12th. Oh, 13th. so sorry. And then the next week, they showed up on Raw for their first uh, reunion. So, yeah, yeah, so June 19th was the first time they came back out. They reunited the week before 
but then they came out for their reunion on June 19th. Don't That's talk semantics detail. with me. When it comes to my birthday, don't talk semantics with me. <laughs> Let's go. Let's go. Jerry, I'm poking the Jerry. bear. I'm poking the bear. You, I'm poking the bear. Mike, you are an entire Uh-oh, seven we days off. <laughs> we got a run in. What's that? What's up, buddy? Uh, this is Michael the Third. For those who don't know, yep. Coach Rosie, Ben. Hey. Uh, I I don't know who that guy is. Jimmy. Michael, do you remember this lady? Popped up. No. Sabina. Dino's daughter. Down in San Antonio. Remember the Sunday you guys went down there without me? They're hanging out, birthday party. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, that's the little one that I dragged along. Yeah. Is Will sleeping? It's Michael. I love you. Love you. Oh. No pressures. All right. Hey, buddy. Ah. Oh. There we go. Love you, buddy. No, it's beautiful. Thank you. <laughs> what's the, what's the, what's the, so. He's wearing a cookie shirt and he's wearing a cookie cat. I know. Michael, can you flip his head backwards, please? This what's episode that? brought to you by can cookies. Can you flip Vanilla Ice's hat backwards, please? <laughs> I guess. But then you can't see the C. Thank you. Now you look like Marky Mark. Right. <laughs> you can't see the C for the cookies. You can leave that open. Thanks, buddy. A uh, a run-in from from the uh, eldest of the Gallagher clan over here. That's big time. Yeah. So, all right, we were talking about best versions of DX. We were talking about the reunions. What about some some matches or Triple H's that stick out for you guys? Just kind of popcorn it. Just uh, shout it out. Anything two thousand two. Yeah, right, maybe, not pop, maybe not to shout it out. Let's let's go to Coach Rosie first. <laughs> oh, sorry. Well, no, I'm, I didn't mean to shout it out. I was going to say anything with Mick Foley. I told you fought, to shout it out. <laughs> oh, he uh, he fought him as mankind. Cactus Jack, dude, loved Mick Foley. He fought him in all faces of Foley, and they were all good matches. And The Rock, obviously. I mean, I'm not going to take everyone's answers, but no, I, I was I was oh, sick with Mick Foley. Mick Foley and The Rock. About some matches of yours, Ben, be like the 2002 SummerSlam versus Shawn Michaels. Uh, to Coach Rosie's point, the Cactus Jack Royal Rumble 2000, that street fight. Yeah. And like I mentioned before, a bit against Austin at No Way Out 2001, the uh, three stages of hell. I don't know. I went on vacation with Jimmy Sorensen. Those three stages of hell, a totally, totally different way. Come on. Nothing? Nothing, he says. Oh, my goodness. Anyway. You didn't see the finger? Oh. <laughs> Jimmy, what about some, uh, uh, other than the Undertaker Triple H matches, which you put over before, what are some of your Triple H, favorite Triple H matches? I'd say all, the, all of my, him and Michael's matches in 2000, between 2002 and 2004. Tell us good. about the uh, Survivor Series one. Elimination Chamber? No, the triple uh, triple threat. Oh, Triple H, Shawn Michaels, John Cena in 2009. That's why it's so great. 
The super kick out of nowhere within the first 20 seconds of the match. Elaborate. It looked like Triple H and Shawn Michaels were going to go at John Cena and then Shawn Michaels just super kicks. Triple H just blindsides him like out of nowhere. Now, I don't know if that was Triple H's idea or somebody else's idea, but that was that was a great – I thought that was a great opening to that match. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. The Batista feud. Ah, great. Thanks for bringing that up. And then Batista match he had at Mania 35. I'm trying to think, I'm trying to, I'm trying to think of a more underrated match. Um, no, actually, I'm going to stop you right there because I actually had uh, put a note during the feuds uh, for Batista. Um, but I'm glad you kind of put that out there because I think uh, the Batista feud, I thought was a great story. It was, I thought they were patient about it. I think, I think it started around Survivor Series a year before where they started teasing Batista or a crack in evolution. And then Royal Rumble, I thought they did a really good job building to WrestleMania. And then that vengeance match after WrestleMania was brutal, but I thought it was a great story. And then, like you said, the 30, the WrestleMania 35 match was, you know, people crapped all over it because, you know, you had two older guys and, Whatever the case was, but it's still a good match. I can see Jimmy breathing, so I know he's there. Yes. I see the see the <laughs> Mike, I just thought of another match that you guys probably wouldn't have seen, but it was from the two thousand two uh global warning tour that they did in Melbourne here in Australia, and it was a triple threat match. It was The Rock versus Triple H versus Lesnar. And, mm-hmm. um, yeah, they put on a good show, those three, um, you know, for a glorified house show anyway. Mm. An, un, an underrated uh, – is this fair? An underrated uh, uh, pay-per-view, really, would you say? Yeah, yeah. I guess um, – I, I, I looked at the – I've looked at the card before, and I'm like – that's a pretty stacked. Uh, it was a great card, but um, I, I don't think they released it commercially over there. No. I know that I've got the DVD somewhere, but um, yeah, if, if I don't know if it's on Peacock or somewhere else on YouTube, maybe, it, it, but it's on Peacock. Oh, is it? Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, check out that triple threat match if you can. Yeah, it's on my check it out. I, I always. Every single uh, every single uh, show we do, I always find out about a match that I've never seen before, and I always write it down. Last week we did the Ricky Steamboat one. Uh, King of the Ring, uh, Austin and HBK. That was the one too. No, but last week you showed it uh, with the Bret Hart. Oh, the, the week before. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. So yep. Triple H versus Rock versus Lesnar in Australia. Aussieville. I'll, I'll write off some of the matches about Triple H. Um, you know, Coach Rosie said it before. All his matches with Mick Foley. All. Oh. All his matches with Mick Foley, great. Um, all the matches. 100%. Yeah. I mean, I think I, per, you know, we, we could jump around the topics here, but I think that his best feud was with Mick Foley. I think his best rival was Mick Foley. Why don't you ask him a yeah. top guy weekend? If I, if I was going to go to Top Guy Weekend, I would. That would be cool. Okay. 
Yeah, yeah no, I think I you should. Uh, maybe like, make it happen. So, so maybe still, still, still three percent chance of making it happen. But yeah, no, that's um definitely his best rival is I think Mick Foley. Maybe we should help Mister Gallagher and make try and make that happen, Coach and Ben. But we'll talk about it later. There's a couple of reasons. We'll talk about it later. I know. But um, I do. You know, I want to talk about a pop that that Jericho got against Triple H when Jericho won the title on Raw that one time. Or it was, it was on the Raw SmackDown. I forgot which, which one it was. Yeah, it was Raw. It was Raw. And, uh, I mean, I know that we're talking about Triple H better than anything, but the pop that Jericho got when he won that match was insane. Yep. It just showed us. It showed you that Triple H was just willing to do the right, you know, just doing... Again, we said this before, like, I think... Triple H, people thinking Triple H held people down. I'm like, it's, it's nonsense. He mm-hmm. just watched out for he just he just took care of himself, which is great. But it also showed that the fans were ready to accept Jericho as a champion too. Yeah, and I think Triple H did a lot of good things. He let a lot of people beat him. You know, a lot of stuff. He let he tapped out to John Cena at WrestleMania in the middle of the ring. I mean, you can't get you can't put somebody over bigger than that. Good point. Right. Well, he put over um, at WrestleMania 20, didn't he tap out to Benoit? I think so. Yes, yes, he did. Yeah, he did so. On the grandest stage. And that match is a five-star match. You know, I, we don't have to talk about it, but it, that was a, that was a yeah. five-star match. Man. Good old Melzer. Yeah. And then you got, uh, I, I'll even throw a Triple H versus Daniel Bryan, WrestleMania 30. Yeah, Dave Melzer gave that five stars, too. He's very smart. Yeah, it's it's it was a good match. I mean, I it showed you Triple H could still go when when he was properly motivated. He was always motivated. He did a good job, but um, start to wrap up a little bit. What about some uh, his his best WrestleMania entrances that you guys can think of at the top of your heads? I'll say yeah, it's pretty good moments too. Actually, not just but uh, we'll, we'll get to that eventually. Entrances. Go for it, Jimmy. No, go for it. What's on your mind? Moments. Um, when Rock and uh, when Rock and Triple H were at in front of SoFi Stadium at WrestleMania 31, when like heel authority Triple H and Stephanie were in the middle of the ring, cutting a heel promo, and here comes the Rock, and Rock cuts him off, cuts him off, and it's like, um. I have a very good friend who would hit, who would like he was like I would never hit a woman, but I have a friend that would be happy to, and it's Ronda Rousey out of the crowd. Just I thought that was a great moment in Mania. Um, him ripping out Batista's nose ring. Yeah, that was disgusting and gross, and no thank you. Hmm. Oh, that was a great move because it was, wasn't gross. Um, what else you got? What other moments you got, James? The DX chop at twenty-two. Because it was like the second one of the night from after Sean gave it to Big Man on top of a ladder. But the. I guess just 
after when beating mankind at no way out 2000 he's standing on top of the the cell with the title as the close as the show goes off the air remember that yeah i do you had a good memory jimmy oh i did and then triple h is tapping yeah and again it's now here I guess there was a, um, I was just going to say there was a backstage segment that he had with The Rock on SmackDown, I think it was. And that was sort of reliving the past. Oh, and yeah. The Rock was sort of getting stuck into him, like, you know, why you always walk around with an angry look on your face? Like, and, um, you know, oh, and then they're talking about, oh, you beat me this many times and I beat you this many times and doing a bit of back and forth. And um, that, was, that was quite funny. Why are we so close? That was a funny I segment. Who can't back down? No, I can't back down. I can't back down. Okay, we can't back. We back out of three. Out of three okay. Oh my God! Shut the flip We're live. We're live, pal. Coach, was that your son? Was he telling me to shut the hell up? No, he's telling the dogs to stop barking. You were okay. <laughs> I thought that was James's sister telling him to shut the f up. I don't have a sister. You don't have a sister? No. Well, biologically, I have a niece right here, but that's it. You have. Where are you, where are you staying right now? Nieces. Oh, are you staying with Dino? No. Who is your what? Sister? Stepsister, but yes. Seriously, bro? I had a brain fart. Shut up. It's been a long drive. Yeah, I was going to say, you doing okay today, brother? Why is he so sassy? <laughs> That's oh. what your aunt said. What a wow. Man. Let's what go. A... Um, Seriously. Okay, fun... okay, we'll get into this. Fun yeah, story. Fun... We're there. Fun story. Um, Gallagher was with me for Royal Rumble in January. And we come back. My sis- stepsister, Weta, was talking with Mr. Playboy over here, Cowboy Casanova. <laughs> you were trying to get with Jimmy's sister? No, 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 no. <laughs> Gallagher, Gallagher, I'll let you take over. Uh, <laughs> you're doing such a great job. Wow, I never heard this. Let me hear what happened. How did it end? No, no, Hopefully no, with no, a smile no, on your face. No, nothing happened. So we would just, I mean, but... I, we we sat next to each other for a couple hours and and we we were I mean in all honesty we were flirting with each other just kind of joking around with each other but it was all it was, in all seriousness it was all haha it was, it was funny it was just it was funny and 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 she just you know she kept calling me this you know this this white boy and stuff like that and are you gonna she would go to Jimmy and say are you gonna let this white boy talk to your sister like that so it was just pretty funny so uh, they, yes so that's that's where the sassiness comes from. Okay. So the first hey. person in your family to call me sassy. Well, I mean, usually if the chunk of fits. <laughs> Ooh, tell him, girl. Hey. None of this I take personal. are sucking on that Whataburger. Tell him, girl. Tell him how you really feel. No, I, uh, I embrace that. I, I don't disagree with you. Say that again, Bina. What? I don't want to say it because... I have to just tell everyone how I feel about everything. It's going to be exhausting. You said that. I said, do I have to? 
really don't want to. Because Coach said, somehow you really feel like, do I have to? No, you don't. It's have okay. To. There's only eight people watching. Yeah, there's not going to be that many people watching. And, 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 and on the side note, thank you so much to those eight people who are watching us. Pretty soon, hopefully, we'll have nine people, and then maybe ten people. And then at that point, things You're are going to never know. Far, just stick with the eight for now. Yeah, I know. That's a good point. I mean, I don't know more than eight people. So, I don't, know. I don't know anybody more than 10. Maybe I'll get a couple on the retweets. You'll get a couple views. I like it. At least, at least, at least we'll uh, have Coach Rosie there. Mm. At least we'll have a uh, new, uh, like I said, you know, nobody much different than Coach Rosie. And we always want to hear what he's got to say. A little cleaned up now that I'm coaching on a nationally ranked team. My <laughs> statements are not as uh, outlandish as they used to have been. <laughs> I've noticed maturity in you since, uh, since um, what, February-ish? Uh, nah, probably since the beginning of the season, November. Yeah. Yep. So, Sabina, a little, uh, little background about Coach Rosie over here. Coach Rosie took his uh, high school basketball team to the state finals this year. Oh, congrats. In Arizona. Still congrats. Mm-hmm. <laughs> What does that mean, Jimmy, in Arizona? I'm going to say, I'm telling where, it's, where, where he's at. So what like, state? Yeah, no, no. <laughs> I'm just saying congrats. Yeah, I appreciate that. You look like you can dribble uh, dribble the ball a little bit. Thank you. I can tell. I can tell. She played softball. I was going to ask, are you the softball player? No, that's my sister. Your sister? Okay. So all the, so all the softball stuff around the house when I visited. Not mine, hers. Gotcha, 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 gotcha. So you're the responsible 25-year-old who runs her own house. Yes. That's pretty awesome. Thank you. You're welcome. And now you're stuck with Jimmy. And now you stuck, I mean, yeah. She's only got nope. like a few more hours to deal with me. She hasn't, <laughs> she hasn't strangled me yet, so we're fine. Keyword yet in that sentence. Do you live in Kearney as well? I'm in Texas. Oh, you're in Texas right now. Tony, hell no. Yeah, smart. Are you in Pike Pike Place? Pike Peak? Pike Pike something? Pike Creek. What? Pipe Creek. Pipe Creek? Oh, laying pipe. I like it. All right. <laughs> oh, wait out. <now. laughs> He's funny. He's witty. I like that one. All right. Let's get back to the show, Mr. Jones. You can call us out on the air. It's all right. Don't worry about it. So I got a little, little funny segment um, before I, I had a little funny, really kind of, uh, what's it called? Um, kind of, what's it called when we kind of hit it real quick and then that's it? That one night stand? <laughs> uh, yeah, I was going to say, you're telling the story, Mike. Yeah. <laughs> Drive by. I was going to say, all right, so I had some fun questions for you guys. So DX versus Evolution. Who would win? Evolution. Yeah, who win? Who's better? Evolution. 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 Yes. Yeah. Evolution. Yep. Head to head, you could put face to face people against each other. Evolution would kill them. Randy Orton, Batista, Ric Flair, Triple H. Come on. So you don't think that the New Age Outlaws would find a way to beat Orton and Batista in a tag team match? The tag team specialists, the New Age Outlaws are. Uh, nah, they're sports entertainers. Just like, uh, the road dog always says, he's a good sports entertainer. Those guys are heavy hitters. 
Um, and then Evolution versus the Four Horsemen. Which which version? What era? But yeah. Let's well, okay. Let's when, let's do a version. Let's do the, the best version. Best version in my eyes is just Tully, Arn, Barry, and Rick. That's my favorite version. Uh, I mean, that's not. Are we going? Best. Are we going professional wrestling, or are we going like somewhat realistic? Because if it's professional wrestling, I'm going with the horsemen. Yeah, yeah, me too. Now, yeah, yeah but if if it was a real fight, hell no. Fucking Arn and Tully, you're not going <laughs> to get into it. No, but they're great characters. It was more about how I felt about them at the time that makes them stronger over evolution. Yeah, I like it. Great answer. Um, since you didn't, since it's not the best version, but Jeff Jarrett in it. Um, You're not Ben. You you look a little. <laughs> you sound a little different than Ben. Oh yeah, I was gonna say the horseman too. Yeah. <laughs> this guy. I'm awake. Yeah. <laughs> this guy. Oh, what's this guy doing, Mr. Sorensen? Sorry, let's keep an eye on his hands. Cookies for a little bit. I think he's on a, something a little stronger than that. The game event. Shout out to Vegas is on the great and amazing Efren. Um, and we I can was, plug, you know, we can plug Efren too because I do believe yeah. he's getting his first uh, yeah. his um, new podcast on the Premier Streaming Network with uh, with truly John. is truly is. Oh, Boston won by one point. Whoa. Ooh. Buzzer beater tipping by Derek White. Wow. So they're forcing the game seven, huh? Yep. Wow. And, and the Heat were up 3 0. Yep. That's crazy. Wow. Yep. So back to back to the. Oh, now who wants to get back on topic? That was big news. <laughs> yeah, I agree. It was breaking news. Yeah, so, Jimmy, you, you want to put Efron over? Is that? I was trying to, but yeah, let's do it. Okay, go Please ahead. Do. Efren has been putting out some great Twitter videos. We put one out the other day, a little while ago, and I was like, "Looking truly fabulous." So hopefully he listens, but probably won't. Maybe clip this out later, Ben, and tweet it. Efren always, always needs compliments. He's a good dude. He really is. Efren's a great dude. I met him first night at Top Guy Weekend last last week, and I mean last last year, and rest of the night, rest of the Top Guy Weekend treated me like I was his long lost friend. So Efren's a really good dude and a really nice guy. But I do believe he's got some new uh, content coming up on the Premier Streaming Network yep. with uh, Mr. Chernoff. So um, it will not be the same um, without you at Top Guy Weekend, Efren. You're here first live. And in living color, it will not be the same without effort and Top Guy Weekend. Yeah, and I'm a I'm an AFS homer, so there you go. It won't be the same without Jeff. Yeah. All right. So we got some questions, Mr. Jones. We certainly do. We got uh, first up is Brad Stanton from from the Kickout Crew. <laughs> Who do you think is Triple H's best rivalry? So we briefly touched on that before um yeah i i think it's folly for sure Foley or uh, rock. jimmy folly or rock Give me Michael. Seth Rollins. i like that seth rollins feud yeah that's got to be a top five okay. one for me i mean besides the other ones you guys are the obvious ones i'm gonna go with seth rollins feud because 
he really pissed me off during that time. Triple H. All right. Up next is the first lady of the Zip Code Bros. And not exclusive to the Zip Code Bros, let me just say that. Mm-hmm. Is it's exclusive. Hey, J- Jimmy, I'm trying to smooth things over with Brad. So which Triple H is better, uh, with hair or without hair? Well, before I answer that, I need to say this. At ben, you're a better, you're better looking body between you and Brad. Okay. Yeah. Thank anyway, you. I'll answer that question. I think that once he got to, I think he was good. I think he had like a two or three years period where he probably should have shaved his head or cut his hair off. But I think he finally got to the point where he was old enough where he's like, all right, it's probably time to shave his head. So I think um, I think the younger version of Triple H looks good with the, with the hair. I think the Triple H now looks good with the bald head, the shaved head. I liked his WCW hair the best. Oh, it was flowing locks. Terrorizing? No, the second one, when he was the English guy. Making fun of long hair. What was his name? I forgot what they called Rising, uh, John Paul and, uh, uh, Yeah, whatever they call him. Was it John Paul Levesque? Yeah. Yeah, I think it's called John Paul Levesque or something like that, yeah. All right. Next question from Bobby Duncan. Bobby. When do you think Triple H will be inducted into the Hall of Fame as a singles competitor? That's a great question. Next five years. For sure. Do you think he's holding off because he's in that position where he can make that decision? And he doesn't, you know, like... I think you know, so. Like he, he doesn't want to put himself over, pretty much. I think so. Who, who would right. that? Sean? Vince? Yeah. Sean, maybe. Sean or Flair? Oh, Flair's a good one. I'd say Sean. But, um, Mr. Elkariah like is up next. I'm kind of in it, but I'm doing the best. Yeah, let's go. What you got, Elkariah? Oh, okay. Uh, so Mr. Elkariah asks with the Triple H's persona, the game, the authority, or the DX run, which was better? Say, say that one more time, Ben. So with Triple H's persona, which is better? The game, the authority, or the DX run? I said I'm going to go with the authority because, uh, again, I liked it. And I think that that was some great storytelling. Uh but we've talked about this. I think all of us have our own favorites, but uh, great question, James. I'd say the authority. The, that the, was actually from uh, James's dad, Randy. Uh, oh, Randy. Yeah. yeah. He's tougher than $2. Randy Randy. He's like, who is over with at Top Gear Weekend. That, that's why I said Mr. Because oh. being the elder, elder man. Congratulations um, on five years at Walmart, Randy. Great job. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. All right, friend of the show, Adam from Bama is up next. Uh, what kind of career do you think Triple H would have had without China by his side? Same. <laughs> just, a long, just a longer, just a longer rise to the top, I think. Yeah. I think he had that early 
I'm thinking like around the curtain call. I think he was already friends. He's always he was already in that circle that I think he would have eventually gotten there anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, but I will say again, you know, we talked about it before. I think China was a great counterpart to to him, though. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Up next is Mike Boba, and. He asks, what are your thoughts on Triple H um, being the head of creative? Love it. Love it. Fresh mind. Good. Yeah, he's good. Yeah. And he also asks, do you think that Triple H took the fall for the wrestling fans' dislike of Vince and the WWE product itself during the Wednesday night war with Dynamite? And he says that, he feels that NXT was putting on a better show than AEW at the time, but they were getting poor ratings. There wasn't really a war, but... Oh, um, I mean, it wasn't really a third show. It was more or less just a developmental thing, really, with a TV deal. No, I, I think it was a little bit more to Triple H and WWE because, uh, remember, that put him into that heart attack phase. Yeah. But it wasn't really mm. a night war. What was the question again, Ben? It was... Um... Do you think that Triple H took the fall for the wrestling fans' dislike for Vince and the WWE product during that Wednesday night war? Nah, I don't think anybody really... I, I don't think... I, I, I forgot who said it. I don't think there really was a competition or a war there. I think it was Triple H putting on a really good show. I think it sucked when Vince and Bruce took it over. I think what, what sucked was Vince kind of took it for granted, um, I think. But then when he left, when Sean took it over, now Sean's oh, running. Right. He looks great now. No, no, no. So I think, uh, well, like, I mean, check Ethan's bed to see if sorry. he's actually on the bed. Sorry, Matt. We're live, pal. <laughs> All right. Next question is from Josh Fields, and he asks, "How long do you think Lammy that the two man winner, Josh Fields, say that again? Slammy Award winner, Josh Fields. Mm-hmm. Okay, he won a trivia contest, a Top Guy Weekend, and the and the winner got a Slammy Award. Yep. Oh, is that right? Oh, that's yeah. cool. Oh, that's awesome. I mean, okay, so Rosie." Me and Coach Rose, we split a deep dish pizza that night. Yeah, we did. <laughs> I had I had yes, drinks. With, I had drinks with Pastor Tim and uh, and Sonny Ono. Yes, you did. Oh, wait a second. You're from uh, Sonny Ono. How many times have does he have a limit Japan? on how many times he can say Sonny Ono in Japan? <laughs> it's like a drinking game. <laughs> yeah. How many times during a conversation does Jimmy talk about Japan? I think you'd be drunk at the five minutes. <laughs> welcome <laughs> all right so mr fields asks how long do you think that the two-man power trip would have lasted had triple h not torn his quad uh he feels that we missed out on something special because of that mm. what do you think guys you think we got just enough of that or you think we didn't get enough of it not enough okay then yeah it? not enough didn't we just learn from Matt Hardy's show that that third triple uh, TLC match was due to the fact that Triple H tore those quads? Yeah. We just learned that in the Matt Hardy show this week. 
that's it. Yeah, because we wouldn't Triple H would have still been going. Yeah, they had to do that quick swerve. Yep. Okay, uh, friend of the show, Macau Gluck. Um, and he asks, is Triple H the best modern-day superstar who would have been a great NWA world champion? He's got that no. old-school mentality. No, I mean, did you say the only one? What's, how did he phrase the question? He'd is Triple H one. the best modern-day no. superstar okay, best. who could have been? No, I would say Brock Lesnar. Oh, I like that answer. What do you guys? What do you guys think? Who 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 would have been would, NWA World Champion? I would say Angle. Ooh, yeah. Good. Yeah. How about you, Jimmy? Eric Bischoff. <laughs> Jeff Jarrett. Jeff Jarrett was an NWA champ. Double J would have been a very good NWA champion. He was. He was. Team. Well, I know he was, but what I mean is like a traveling, I'm talking like 80s, I know. 50s, 80s, NWA, the Holly Race, the Ric Flair's, the Steamboats, yeah. the Briscoes. Yep. Yeah. Um, Eddie Guerrero? Not our truth Nah. <laughs> he was our in the champion. Um, Eddie Guerrero, maybe, if not Triple H, because Eddie had that Latino heat. Latino heat. All right. He would have been um, the one and only. I don't think they had a Latino and uh NWA champ ever. So so shout out to Mikhail Galeg for that one. Yeah, that's a great uh, question, McLeod. Mike, Mike, do you want to uh smarten them up? No. No, okay. <laughs> All right, move, moving on. Uh Mike Whitaker from the Kick Out crew has a few questions. Did he answer so, any questions? Which, which no, I that was a one-time say, deal. Which, which no, 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 no. I will say that Whitaker talking a little, 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 little bit of smack about us on the other day. So there was a joke that was made about being short and corny. And, um, well, I, that kind of sums up Mike Whitaker. So there you go. Oh. Okay. <laughs> Shots fired. Anything else? There Anything else there, Mike, or is that? Uh, is that no, it? no, no, no. I'm just uh, a little playing around. Okay. <laughs> okay, so his first question is, Triple H can be a heel one week, a face the next week, and be top of the game at both. Is there anyone else that can turn, that can do a turn like him and be over as both? I don't think he was that over as a face. No, it was, I mean, his initial comeback was, you know, big time, like the pop that he got at MSG well, when he came I back. Was at, I was at the garden during that return. I was at, I was at that event. It was, I was oh, in the last, like the last, last, last roll on top and you could still feel it shaking. Um, Angle or Maybe Guerrero. The Rock or Shawn Michaels, maybe. Angle or Guerrero could do both. The Rock. What about Hulk Hogan? Brother, 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 brother. Good answers. AJ, yeah. AJ, I'll throw AJ Styles there too. I think he's gotten to the point in his career where he can be a very good heel or a very good babyface. Jeffrey, Jeffrey Jarrett. 
You guys are forgetting the best one. Kenny Omega. Kenny O. The cleaner. What about Vinnie Mac? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, shit, my battery's about to die. Uh-oh. No, I'll get a battery charger. All right. Okay. Um, so Whitaker also asked about the favorite WrestleMania entrances. Um, we briefly covered that. Do you want to go over that again or skip to the next question? No, 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 no. I would definitely love to kind of talk about him. Um, so we got the WrestleMania 12 entrance. She, he walked out with Sable, which I thought was pretty neat. Um, That's right. WrestleMania 21, where uh, he was, Motorhead played him out. I thought that was a really good entrance. Uh, you had WrestleMania 25, where he threw the sledgehammer through the glass. Ooh. You got uh, 32 and 33, where he came out on his big motorcycle. I thought those were pretty cool. Uh, 31 against Sting, he had the Terminator entrance. I thought that was badass. And then WrestleMania 30, he had the uh, entrance with uh, Alexa, Alexa, Charlotte, and Sasha. Mm -hmm. So what? Uh, what are your? What's your? My favorite is Motorhead, just because I'm a I'm a music guy. So I love Motorhead playing him out. And didn't he come out to Motorhead twice, like playing out live, like at 21 and 17? Ah, uh, he very well could have. He very well could have. My 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 favorite one was 21, but yeah, he very well could have. That was seven, because I thought it was 17. Um, Conan, Bar the, Conan the Barbarian at 22. Yeah, it was good. That was great, too. What about you, Ben? What, what stands out in your mind for a memorable entrance by Triple H? I don't really have one because when I stopped watching wrestling, that's when the WrestleMania entrances became more like of a spectacular themselves. So, I'm used to him just walking out. Um, but pro if I had to name one, probably WrestleMania 17. Nice. What about you, Coach? Uh, I don't know what number it was, but when he came out on that King's Crown and the gold and all that, that was tight. 30. Yeah, that was awesome. So was that the one with the um, with Charlotte, Alexa, and Sasha? Yeah. Yeah, that was a good one. I don't know who he wrestled okay. with the one in Phoenix, but... He probably had a good match there. Jameis. Jameis? Oh, then no, it wasn't a good match. <laughs> <laughs> it was against Jameis. All right, next question. Is Triple H better as a heel or face? I'm going to say heel. A heel. Heel. He's an okay face with DX. Oh, from a comedy perspective? Yeah, because he has that, that smart-ass kind of way about him. All right, final question, and probably the most important one, and I think we all know where this is going. Mike Whitaker asks, if Pizza Hut made a Triple H pizza, what would be on it? <laughs> I love it. Triple H pizza. Ham chowder. Uh, it would be a meat lover's pizza because of all the protein that he eats. Also, he's also he's also from the new he's also from Connecticut and, and that's very big on the no not Connecticut you're talking more Maine and Rhode Island and more like that really real north north Connecticut is really I can see some mushrooms on it I can see some yeah. mushrooms on it what about some green peppers but to match the DX colors oh uh, there you yeah. go you could actually even slice them thin and put them in the shape of an X 
So maybe maybe yeah. cucumbers because the entrecot won't eat it. Or was the frame heavy on low meat? Yeah. You, you know what else? You know what else you can add to it is water. <laughs> Just pour water all over it. No, no, you don't pour it. <laughs> spit it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> who's who's buying a pizza where someone else has spat water on it? Well, you know what you can do? You can get like uh, you know the watering pitchers for your flowers that kind of look like spit a little bit. You just go like that. <laughs> that that's yep. how you finish it. So you can put whatever liquid you're finishing the pizza in. You can kind of throw it over there. He's a squirter. There you go. Look at that. Yeah. <laughs> what's uh official or other what's, what's oh. the name of what what's the name of the Triple H pizza? The game. Yeah, that guy say the game for the cerebral. Oh no, the um. Uh, actually, for the green stuff, it's maybe. gotta be a. It's gotta be like a um a play on the cerebral assassin, like the cerebral Italian, <laughs> something like that. What about the sledgehammer? Yeah, sledgehammer works. Yeah, you gotta sledgehammer. Yeah, I like that. That's how it works. I gotta write this down. I have the two. Someone says, someone says no on the sledgehammer. What's that? Hey. Someone says no on the sledgehammer. What does she think? Sledgehammer sounds too corny. You don't yeah, like a good sledgehammer. What do you say? I said you don't like a good sledgehammer. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Yeah. Well, you know what? I don't so we've got quite the menu coming up, uh, thanks to Whitaker. I was, was going to say, I'm still waiting for a name, though. <laughs> you know, he's doing a new segment now about the uh, the sauces. So he can help us out with the sauces for the pizza. Oh, there you go. We'll get back. We'll get we'll get back on that. And all right. We'll come we'll come back next week and, and, and tell everybody what we decided on the name. I'm still saying the cerebral something is good. Maybe it's like the cerebral Italian, but it, when you talk Italian, you think like salami, like you think of the Italian sub, like salami and pepperonis and, and gabagool and gabagool and, and all that stuff. So I don't Yeah, that's very Greekish. I don't know why. Like with his big giant ass nose. Who's that? Triple H. <laughs> he looks, I guess he's a blue blood, right? So I guess he's European. Yeah. Hey Jimmy, <laughs> forget it. This is this is a dad joke. I don't want to do it. Forget it. Say it. Say it. Not do it. Say if, it. If you are Spanish in the kitchen, if you are Asian in the bedroom, what are you in the bathroom? What? You you're European. <laughs> <laughs> ah. I got a chuckle. <laughs> it was funny. Wow. <laughs> hey, when do we have live reactions? When do we ever have? Well, yeah, this is true. Yeah. You're welcome. I'm appreciated. <laughs> uh, very appreciated. Thank you. Jimmy, can you make sure that she's subscribed to our channel? This is going to help. <laughs> are we on Apple Podcasts? Yes, we are. Yeah. Now. I'll make sure. But we have this is a podcast and it's on the Apple podcast. I'll send you an eight by ten. What's messed up is he probably does have them actually. I do. Podcast. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna be what would be a cool eight by ten is the uh the character on your business card. <laughs> <laughs>
with that's uh, what we have yeah we send them out to people hey, when they do mortgages you want you want, oh, honest, yeah. want an honest reaction what you just want an honest reaction or uh or a feel good no i love honest reactions go ahead she might be forgetful on to to actually listen to us uh-oh but that's where you it's your job to remind her to listen we got to get to double digits he's technically my uncle what makes you think i'm gonna listen to him Listen to me then. Oh, she's, she's got a point. I? <laughs> I wouldn't listen to Jimmy either. I got nothing. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Good questions. Good questions. So, uh, yeah. she's, been listening to, she's been listening to the whole time. On and off, really. That's great. So, Jimmy, do you want to do a, a From the Heart segment? Just enjoy the, the, the moments you get with family, no matter how short they are. The moments. You know, it's been nice hanging out with family this 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 weekend. Um, they were a big part of part of me part of my growing up, and as corny as that sounds, it's no, not corny at all. That's not corny. That's cheesy, like Taco Bell. Mm. But I love it. Family means a lot, and it doesn't matter if it's by actual blood or it's actually the people you let into your life. Always cherish those that mean the most to you. Tell 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 them every chance you get that you love them. Well, tell tell her right here on national television, on that national podcasting network. What she means to you. I just did. And I have all weekend. He's been That's honest. Love. That's great. That's beautiful. Still cheesy, but love you, Uncle James. Love you, Bina. I love it. And and uh my sister hates you, Gallagher. Which one do you got? That's like? a strong word, Mr. Sorensen. Hates a very strong word. It, well, she she just likes you, white boy, in her words. Let's <laughs> see. I'm saying the, the, hate's a strong word. I mean, sometimes it's a right word, but it's a strong word nonetheless. Strong, no, no, no. You got to be politically correct. You can't say hate. Strongly dislike. Strongly dislike. Strongly disagree. I'm politically correct. No, but you got to be. It's 2023, man. I never will be. I ain't. I ain't. I ain't that correctness. No, definitely not. Definitely not. Well, what else we got? We got some Jonesy's jokes. Be sure do. Let's hear what we got. Well, Sabina, you got to be uh, some more live reactions here. So, so I will say the funniest rising segment in all of podcasting right now. We got Jonesy's jokes. Oh, where did you get that from? I like that. It's got a nice ring to it. It's the truth. Why Why did I get it from anywhere if it's the truth? Oh, you should do this every week. I like it. I love it. Not it's definitely not stolen from another podcast. It's original. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you off the air what happened by this story. Oh. I guarantee I'll be awake, but okay. No, we'll tell you right now. So, so Coach Rosie Oof. is also on a podcast called The Kickout Crew, and The Kickout Crew is a bunch of really great guys um, that we like to joke around with. So, we'll we'll do some deep dives because we both listen to each other's podcasts, so we like to do some deep dives and some inside baseball stuff. So, 
each other. Yeah. So since like there are like five of the eight people that listen, that's why we do it. But Mr. Ben, we don't want to piss him off too much. No, Mr. Mr. Ben here though, he has a he tells um some incredible dad jokes, don't you, Ben? Thank, thank you, Jimmy. But someone got. Don't forget to leave a five star review. All right, are you are you ready? Yes. Okay. Number one, what did the dentist name its boat? The Tooth Fairy. Oh. Music. Whose music was that? Coach. Oh, okay. Ah. What are you talking? I'm not playing any music in the background. (laughs) I thought like Ben was like, I'm gonna play some background music to my Jonesy's jokes now. Oh. (laughs) You can hear my son playing piano in the other room. I sure can. Oh, is that oh, what yeah, it is? Good. Yeah, yeah, he's playing piano music. Yeah. It sounds good. Yeah, he's good. He's a drummer. Right. Yeah. I like it. So should I say that again? Yes. What? The joke. Yes. You got a musical accompaniment. Come on. What about the, All right. the truth boat? Oh that's not. What did the dentist name its boat? The tooth fairy. Oh. Uh... Got it. Yeah, I get it. We're live, pal. <laughs> We're live. And we gotta sit to two of these a week. Yeesh. Hang on, I got four more jokes. This is great. You flipping through the okay. notes. <laughs> no, I've got it all written down already. It's, it's all. These have been approved by myself. Okay. When I moved into my new igloo, my friends gave me a surprise housewarming party. Now I'm homeless. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. You get it? Housewarming igloo? Come on. I get it. It, it, it melted it my house. It's a groaner at best. Thank uh, you, Jimmy. I like what do you. you call what do you call a fat psychic? It's uh, a fortune teller. Oh, okay. fortune. That was pretty funny. But... <laughs> okay, two more. What do you call a typo on a headstone? What's that? It, it's a grave mistake. Uh, right, last one. The last one? Okay. They, these are meant to be bad, and that's the whole purpose. Okay. Why was the, why was the ice cream cone bad at tennis? Why? Because it, it had a soft serve. Oh, boy. You like those tennis jokes that's like the third one you've told well i am i'm a tennis coach yeah oh, no yeah yeah i liked it it's look here it's not by design balls it's right just here. random there's some tennis balls right here you're gonna cut them off and put them on the end of your uh, walker nah no <laughs> no I'm gonna, I'm gonna go play <laughs> what ben no that's it wow all done that's all we got no, but shout out to yeah. the cookout crew and all seriousness, shout out to the cookout crew. We, we love you guys. Um, yeah, they're doing some great stuff. Yeah. Great stuff. Yeah. And uh, seriously, this past episode with Josh Chernoff from the, uh, the Premier Streaming Network is really good. Um, he gives a lot of good information about content, about podcasting and stuff like that. So if you guys are interested in checking that out, it's really good information. And I believe Chernoff was a top guy, coach. 
no he was never but he was always just with us but uh he, he was working with fight tv a lot okay. at the beginning when we first started and we okay. and when we first started doing super shows we did them with fight tv and then went to trezor or whatever that's called yeah tuzio whatever yeah that's it uh jimmy you're a you're a buddy of J uh, josh chernoff too right yeah he's one of my best friends yeah he's good seems like a good guy so he's a great he's a great guy and Cool. Absolute, absolute gem of a person, gem of, gem of a promoter, just all around gem to know. Awesome. Truly a gem. Damn right. Thank you. Well, Mike's Music Corner is going to, um, this is the third time we are re-upping, re rearranging Mike's Music Corner, but what we are going to do is a reaction show. So some bonus content from the Zip Code Bros coming up soon, so be on the lookout for that. But in the meantime, if you are looking for a band to watch or listen to this week, Less Than Jake. Less Than Jake was a band in the late 90s, early 2000s. That was a ska type of band. So if you're familiar with ska music, get, get, uh, check them out. They're called Less Than Jake. If you want to start off with a song, start off with the song called The Science of Selling Yourself Short. It's a nice. I never do that. <laughs> no. So that's what I got from Mike's Music Corner. So that, that leads us to our wrap-up. So, Ben, where can you um, – where, where, so let's, let's tell everybody where they can find us. Yep, so we are on Twitter at Zip Code Bros, and you can find myself on Twitter at AFS Ben Jones. So shoot across any questions, comments, ideas for the show, what you like, what you don't like, and um, that'd be great. Okay. Jimmy, where can we find you? At ad free show at sorry, OG James ad free on the Twitter, Jimmy Sorensen 97 on Instagram, and James Sorensen on Facebook. Um, also, shout out Waterburger, Pond Water Dave. Love you, buddy. Sabina, where can we find you? You have a social media, anything you want to plug to our eight fans? What do you want to have plugged? No, all right. No. Coach Rosie, where can we find you? I'm only on Twitter at Real Coach Rosie. And, and you can also uh, get a hold of me at Save with Conrad for all your mortgage needs. There you go. I was going to see if you're looking yeah. to buy a new house. Hit up Coach Rosie. Yep. Don't worry, interest rates are coming down soon. That's what the hope Maybe we can take care of you in Texas. Look at that. Get, get you that. in twos. You're a homeowner. Mm -hmm. Don't remind me. <laughs> Well, in the meantime, I we appreciate you guys listening, and you can find me on Twitter at MikeGurr0905. That is at M-I-K-E-G-R-R-0905. And after a comment by Ben Jones, I actually have started. Well, I actually have started paying attention to my Twitter account. So, <laughs> thank you, sir. Good <laughs> anyway, stuff. Good stuff. Well, I, from here, us here at the Zip Code Bros and our Two run-ins, our two special guests, Sabina and Coach Rosie. We really appreciate you. You're meant for each other, girl. <laughs> <laughs> we appreciate tuning in, and we love you. Thank you very much.